On today's episode, we're going to tell you why if Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders continue to lose, why his job will be in jeopardy for 2024. All of that and more coming up next. You are locked on NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network. And guys, happy Thursday. And thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for being our every day. But I got to kick it over to my guy, my partner in crime, Mr. LSU himself, Keith Sanchez. You can find and follow him on Twitter at The Talent Code. Keep talking to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network, man, and 2019 national champ with those LSU Tigers. So you know what that means, man. You are getting championship-level content over here surrounding the NFL draft from myself, from Damian Parsons, man, your dynamic duo covering everything pertaining to the NFL draft, man. Like we like to say, college football, man, NFL football, man. It always starts with the NFL draft, so we are who you tap into 24-7, 365. We have Thursday night football. Yes, we get to kick off this NFL weekend, right? With Thursday night football, we get the Buffalo Bills versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Baker Mayfield, right? The, the, the Buffalo Bills are, are reeling a little bit. They lost another game. They had no business losing. And then the Tampa Bay Bucks, um, they're trying to continue to make their, their headway, right, in the NFC South with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. But DP, man, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Sam Howell, right? Does Is he going to get replaced if the commanders continue to lose? And then we have our impact rookies. We have game picks. So before we get started, DP, why don't we hit him with our title sponsor? Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the promo code in all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Keith, the Washington Commanders, right? Like the first couple weeks, I was vibing, man. Like Eric Enemy, Sam Howe, everything was looking really good for them. And then it's like, it's almost like Sam Howell is essentially a rookie, right? He played one game during his actual rookie season, mm-hmm. right? And that was the last game of the season. And we're seeing those kind of rookie peaks and values with him. But there's been, you know, a lot of rumbles about Ron Rivera possibly like retiring after the season, who's going to be the new head coach. They got new ownership and all that good stuff from this offseason, Keith. But it's like, if Sam Howell doesn't get this rectified, could we see the Washington Commanders go through the draft and find a new quarterback or bring somebody in to compete with him? Yeah, I mean, the answer to that question, DP, is how high – because it, it's the Commanders could put themselves in a weird situation, right? Because right now they're picking um, 
14, right? According to uh Tankathon's draft order, right? So pick 14. So you're 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 out of the way for Caleb Williams, you're out of the way for Drake May, right? And then you even look at a JJ McCarthy slash Michael Penix, you're 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 putting a maybe right there, right? right. Because we, we believe that three to four quarterbacks are going to top 10 or 12 picks. So you will have to do a lot more using, right? To kind of I mean losing, I'm sorry, a lot more losing to kind of guarantee yourself. That you're going to be in position to draft one of those top quarterbacks because I have to be honest, DP. When I watch Sam Howell, I don't see bad football from him, right? What I see is, and we and we just had this conversation with our guy Ryan Fowler talking about the construction of the Washington Commanders. Is that I asked him, I said, "What do you believe the te- the um, the team needs are?" And he said, "Keith, unfortunately." It's the same team needs as last year, right? He said, we need cornerback help. We need offensive line help through the draft. And they obviously, they drafted cornerback help. Um, and, and talking about Emmanuel Forbes real quick, DP, they that can be a really good pick. He just has to become more disciplined. A lot of the big yardage he's given up is because he's trying to undercut routes, right? And that's a mentality that he had from college. He has to understand that this is the NFL. But when you look at this offensive line, right, what rookie quarterback is going to play great behind this offensive line? So I I think that's the thing. And I think the fact that you've seen splashes of really high-level football play, it gives you some hope and some optimism. And then I want to talk about Sam Howell, one other element, DP, because I believe he got drafted in the fifth round of the draft, right? But if he would came out the year before – He'd have been, you know, it was like he's a first round lock, right? Like that's what that's what the thing was. He went from the first round to the fifth round, which was crazy. But I don't think you ever watched Sam Howell and you questioned the tools that he had, right? right. Like the, the the tools from that perspective is all there. I just think that if if you can possibly squeeze some more out of it, right? This is his first year in the Airbnb offense, right? The the tight end situation is still trying to figure it out. We know how important that is for Airbnb offense. The running back situation is, to be honest, is average, right? It's just that they have high level wide receivers, which people fall in love with the flash and the dash stuff, and they forget about the the foundation of an offense, which is still offensive line play. No, hundred percent, Keith. And I just, you know, you know, we're in a a a world today with football where other positions can get a longer leash to, to, to figure things out. But quarterback is like, you got to be, you have to instantly be good. Right. And then it doesn't help that you have a Brock Purdy who's, who's played well, right. He was what 10 and zero in his first 10 starts and all that good stuff. Albeit everything it, I've said about it was true. He's played on a loaded team. And it's like, okay, well, Brock, Brock Purdy can play, and he's a physically limited player. Then Sam Howell, you got to do this. And CJ Stroud, you got to play at this level. Bryce Young, I need to see more from you. And it's like, it just doesn't work that way. The situations matter. And, you know, the, the commanders, like Ryan said, their O-line is still a problem, right? Because if I I, I got to, like, I, I remember that, that I think he's one of the, I think Sam Howell's on pace of like Derek, oh, not Derek, but David Carr's sack numbers from his rookie year. We know that that was the season that essentially broke this young man's NFL career because they let him get hit game after game after game. So I'm, I'm with you. Like, I wouldn't think that you need to change a guard at, at quarterback and get a young quarterback, you know, through the draft, right, through the first round. You think about, like, maybe a Jaden Daniels from LSU in the middle of the round, back into the first, depending on where they're selecting, that type of thing. Offensive line is absolutely a need, though. You know what I mean? Now, the, the question is, who is going to be available for them? Because Olu, Joe Alt, those are probably two top 10, top 12 locks. And if they right. stay around that 14, 15 um, pick range, 
you got to say, okay, is it the left tackle? You need a right tackle because if it's a left tackle, you don't want to grab draft, draft JC Latham and then flip him to the left when he's a natural right tackle, right? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like you got to figure out, like, how you're going to improve this offensive line based on where they're drafting. But I, I'm with you, Keith. They got to take care of some other stuff before you just look at Sam Howe and say, you know what? I don't know if he's the guy. Yeah, Sam Sam Howell, DP, in my in my opinion, when I've watched the Commanders, he hasn't been that bad to where, like, it's just any quarterback, right? Like you bring him in, like it almost like last year with the situation with um the the Atlanta Falcons, right? Where it was like, you know what, Desmond Ritter, we're gonna roll with it because Marcus Mariota. I think there's a threshold to drafting a quarterback, right? Like I said, I think if you can get your hands on Caleb Williams or Drake May, then you seriously consider it, right? But this is a guy mm-hmm. that's. You know, he, he he touched 299 yards, right? He's, he's thrown for 290. He's thrown for 388 in a loss, right? Like, they, he went 37 to 51, 388 yards, two touchdowns and an interception, and they lost, right? That's not a Sam Howell problem, BP. Um, <laughs> this past week, he threw for almost 250 yards in a loss, right? He didn't have any touchdowns. He had an interception. So his numbers aren't horrible, right? But they aren't great either. So that's why I say I put a threshold, right? I, I would probably, if you ask me, I'm the general manager. I'm sitting there. I'm like, hey, Caleb Williams gone. I'm not worried about it. Drake May gone. I'm not worried about it. J.J. McCarthy, I'm kind of in between a little bit, right, because I'm like we've seen. But my threshold is definitely probably at the Caleb Williams-Drake May conversation. But, DP, let's keep this thing going, man. We have some Thursday night football to preview, man, for our everyday everydayers, man. We have impact rookies that we're talking about with this matchup. Which rookies? Because there's some intriguing names on both sides um, of this matchup that are going to have to make some plays, man, for one either or team to win. Like we said, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks, they're trying to make headway with the NFC South, and the Buffalo Bills are trying to shake back, right? They're trying to shake back <laughs> and not lose another game that they're not supposed to lose. So let's get into these impact rookies, second-year players, when we come coming up next. What you want to watch and root for your favorite team on an empty stomach? Don't do that. Order on DoorDash and save on football watch party favorites. Pizza, wings, sodas, burgers. Now, if you have all that and you don't have your buns, you can order all of that on DoorDash and get it all delivered right to your front door without missing a moment or second of the game. I know that feeling. Oh, you know what? It's about to be halftime. I'm going to go ahead and leave and run and go get a couple things just so I don't miss the second half. But while you were gone, you missed a big, explosive, exciting play. And now you're upset at yourself because you left the you left your home. Guys, all you have to do, man, is just kick back at kickoff with unbeatable deals on everything you need for your watch party or your tailgate. So get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDON23. That is $15 or more. If you spend $15 or more, you get 50% off with the promo code on the DoorDash app LOCKEDON23. Keith, when you think about impact rookies, especially for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he started off kind of. He started off the the, the first couple of games. I believe he was hurt uh, from the preseason. And it's Kalaja Kansi, the rookie, undersized defensive lineman, defensive tackle at six one two eighty two uh two eighty one, and he was their what? He was their first round pick, right? They picked him mm-hmm. top twenty, right? Even though they know they had, a, they knew that they had to need that quarterback. They still went defensive line. And, and for me, it's like, well, you know, he's played the last two games. He played week seven, week six, and week seven. And he's looked okay, right? Like he's he's getting back into form and everything, and he's hovering around like forty to fifty snaps both in both of those games. He'll be an impact, man. Because what do we know? What do we know about the Buffalo Bills? 
they go as far as Josh Allen goes. It just is what it is. So how do you stop and slow down this team? You're going to need your rookie on those third down situations to come sub in, get beside Vita Vea, right, and try to get into the backfield and make Josh Allen as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, uh, so let, let's stay with the Tampa Bay Bugs DP, and I'm going to just switch to the offensive side of the football because a lot of intriguing names there. First, we start with the running backs, right? We talk about Rashad White, second-year player out of Arizona State. Um, This 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 running back um group, can you can you say, is, is very average, right? And I don't – you know, I'm not trying to say yeah. slighted plays, but it's a very average running back group. You have Rashad White. You have Keyshawn Vaughn, who came out of Vanderbilt a couple of years ago. Sean Tucker, who's a rookie, right? So it's a very average group. So you really want to see Rashad White kind of take the bull by the horns, right, emerge, make some plays, do some things. Um, you know, just just out there as a running back. What Rashad White? I'm sorry, maybe a second year player, right? I say rookie. Uh, I'm sorry, second year, I think yeah, second. yeah, second year player. Um, then DP, let's keep it going. Go to the wide receiver position where this has been a name DP, and he went late in the draft out of Nebraska. He had the fastest forty time, but you know, we like we say forty times don't always necessarily translate. But with Trey Palmer, right, the wide receiver from Nebraska, rookie, he's making a lot of plays, right? He's making a lot of plays. He's been doing it since preseason, and he was another late-round pick. I think it was fifth, sixth, seventh-round pick, late-day three pick, but he's emerging. He's showing up, and I'll probably say he's in that top three as far as their rotation of wide receivers. So you're talking about another rookie um, or a rookie that can make plays. It'll be a Trey Palmer. And like I said, this guy is fast. So you have Mike Evans, who's a vertical threat. You have Goodwin, right, who works the – the short and intermediate routes. And then if you can dial up some things from time to time, right, against this Buffalo Bills secondary, it will be Trey Palmer, a guy that can take the top off. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's got, what, nine catches, almost 100 yards. He's got two touchdowns. And it's just, you know, him and, you know, Baker Mayfield hasn't been able to con- consistently connect with him, but he brings that big playability every time he steps onto the field. And for a team that, that has the ability and the other weapons, if he's out there, Teams can't really look at Trey Palmer. All right, we're going to focus. Oh, you got to focus on Mike Evans and Chris Godwin first. So you got to kind of roll coverage to their side, and you can isolate and give him those deep shots. Just hope that him and Baker Mayfield can start connecting even more because they've given him the tar- they'll give him a couple targets, almost twenty targets on the season. Baker Mayfield just got to got to got to get it there, Keith. I think for me, man, also for for the Bucks before I move on to the to the uh, to the Bills, it's offensive line, right? You know, they, yeah, they drafted Cody. They have a it is Cody Mark and they have Luca Decky, right? Both starting Correct. on the right side. So that's that's a very important combination. And we know with DP that what people like to say, right? Sometimes you want the, to put your, your edge rusher right to be able to be on the, the blind side of the quarterback, right? But then you know things kind of trended differently to us. Like, you know what? Maybe we can speed up the quarterback's process if we put the rush right in front of his face. And in in Von Miller, Lila Floyd, right, Gregory Russo, those guys are gonna be trying to get after, right? Getting after that combination of a year one and year two um offensive lineman. So it should definitely be an interesting um, I guess, matchup to watch, right? Just what those young guys do, how they're able to work yeah. together, how they're able to handle and those he keep pressures. Ed Oliver away from Baker Mayfield. You know yeah. what I mean? Can, can, can you get on those third downs? Because one thing if, if you keep Baker Mayfield clean, he can work for you. But it's when the pocket starts to get muddy and you start to make him move his feet, shift his footwork in the pocket and make him bail. Like that's when things start to go awry. His accuracy, his ball placement and his decision making all start to take a dip. But Keith, we know that that what what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers O-line has to do. Osiris Torrance, who was a guy that rose up this past draft cycle, especially once we got to Mobile, you know, spent some time with him. 
I remember you know, talking about how he he reworked his body, trimmed off some weight, and you saw that you know late in the draft process where on the field drills, you know at the Senior Bowl he just looked like a different player than he had on tape. And he's playing pretty good football for the most part for the Buffalo Bills. And this was a guy that I was excited for them adding because as we talked about on what was it? Uh, yeah, was it yesterday's uh, episode? It was like no, not yesterday's, but two days ago. Um, it was when we talked about the Bills and them getting tougher. That was a step in the right direction, getting a big physical SEC offensive lineman. And for him, you think about you know, you think about dealing with Kalaja Kansi, think about seeing Vita Vea, right? He's gonna have his hands full whenever it's time to go up against those type of guys. But I'm looking forward to seeing how he's how he's able to play. Because again, if you can keep those guys out of the face of Josh Allen, Josh Allen can sit in the pocket and start to slice and dice and hopefully get the ball to more people than Stefan Diggs. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to finish it up with the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to finish the finish up the Buffalo Bills defense, and I'm going to highlight a second-year player, DP, and that is Baylor linebacker. Um, He comes from Baylor linebacker. Um, Terrell Bernard, his second-year guy, we all know at this point, right, Matt Milano, he's out, he's on IR, IR, and we know how important he was to that team, DP, and you have Terrell Bernard, who I, I thought was a solid football player. I thought he had high instincts. Um, a little bit undersized, right? Not the greatest athlete in the entire world, but he had the instincts for the linebacker position. And I'll say this, his play has been up and down, right? He's had some really good moments and he has some moments of questions, but you would expect that from a, a, a second-year player who didn't play that much because of who they had at linebacker last year. So I'm going to definitely be on the lookout for Terrell Bernard, DP, because you know that teams are going to try to run the ball at the Buffalo Bills again, right? That's going to be a, a, a repeat type of situation. Everybody's going to just try to copy and paste, you know, what the New England Patriots were able to do and just ball control, run the rock, and see what's going to happen. So I'm definitely going to be passing looking. game, that type yep. of stuff. Though I'm, I'm with you 100%. And also, I mean, I don't know how I almost forgot. Dalton Kincaid, he's coming off his best game. You know what I'm mm, saying? Now, granted, yeah. you lost the game, but it was his best game <laughs> of his rookie career. Can you do it? Can you keep that going? Because, Keith, what did we say when they drafted Dalton Kincaid? All right, if you're going to put this type of premium draft pick investment, he needs to be your number two option, right? Because Gabe Davis can give you spurts. He can give you flashes. He can give you spots. But he never gives you consistent play from game to game in terms of production. Khalil Shakir, we don't know where he is in this offense, right? Yeah, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that tweet. You out here, you know, pissing off uh Buffalo Bill, you know, Bill's Mafia last so was it last summer? Man, I think I, was. I was a believer in Khalil Shakir. I really was. I, I was I, too. I, I, I tweeted that with all my heart. I really did believe that. I Khalil thought he was Shakir gonna fill that cool role, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that <laughs> spot, that route runner, and Thank make it easy for Josh, but it, it just hasn't happened. So they gotta get the ball to Dawson Kincaid. You know, Dawson Knox had a big drop, you know, in, in, in the game versus no, I think it was like a third down conversion. I, I just don't see it with him. And it's like it's time to kind of change the guard and feature Dalton Kincaid more in this passing offense, Keith. So we're gonna see, man. There's some intriguing first and second year players on both sides of the ball for both teams. Yeah, yeah. Finish it out real quick. Just to your point, DP, um, with, with Dalton Kincaid and in um and Gabe Davis, right? That can't be, it's not going to be a 1A and 1B situation, right? Stephon Diggs is 1A, 1B, 1C, and 1D for the Buffalo Bills. He's but what they need to do, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Gabe Davis and Don Kincaid, 
they need to make that a two-way and two B, right? Dalton Kincaid needs to elevate to where it's a it's a split between Gabe Davis and Dalton Kincaid as far as who's the uh mm-hmm. who's the second option on that team. And but Josh got to trust him. He got to trust his yeah. weapons, man. He has to trust his weapons, man. But let's keep this thing going. Let's keep it flowing, man. Coming up next, we talked about the game. Now we about to pick the game, man. We're gonna break down everything as we're gonna look at it from a holistic perspective, and we're gonna make some game picks. Who's gonna win Thursday night football? We have the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Buffalo Bills. The football season is underway, and it's time to snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, brand new customers, I'm talking today, sign up, new customers can get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a $5 bet. Let me repeat myself. Brand new customers, starting today, you can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, first of all, stop thinking and go do it. Secondly, there's no better time or place to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. All you have to do, guys, I'm telling you, this this isn't something you want to miss, okay? This isn't something that you want to miss. So all you got to do is go go and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season because FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. I know I'm not the only one that's been, you know, that's trying to get over like a sinus infection, but work duty calls and you're on the road and you're traveling, you can't get to a doctor or urgent care. You don't want anything over the counter because it's just not strong enough. That's why I wish we knew about Jace Medical and the Jace case. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections, guys. And right now, all this uncertainty in the world is best and important to be prepared. You think about fires, hurricanes, earthquakes, storms in the winter seasons. All these things can lead to supply chain shortages for medications or the inability to get the medications to you in a timely fashion through travel. All right, so what you want to do, all you got to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the promo code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at jasemedical.com. Again, for a $20 discount, use the promo code locked on at jacemedical.com. What are the draft implications for either team in this situation? Keith, I think for me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they bypassed on quarterback in the 2023 NFL draft. And what did that tell all of us? Oh, we thought they were telling us, hey, man, we're trying to take this thing away for Caleb, right? We're trying to crawl at Caleb. Yeah, that's not happening. They've been very competitive. They've won games, and they're not in. I, I don't know if you still have Tankathon up. I don't know where they're drafting at right now, but they're not in range for one of those top quarterbacks currently, right? No, I, I I'm, I'm looking right now. No, they're, they're they're slated at pick 19. The Tampa Bay Bucks so, are pick 19. Yeah, no. And, <laughs> and who they're not in position in? for any of that. Yeah, DP, and who would have thought? They're at pick 19, and the Buffalo Bills are at pick 21. So I we definitely did not have that predicted that this would be that close um, you know, of a matchup. And I'm going to even say this, DP. We're going to get into the game predictions. But talking about the matchup, the Tampa Bay Bucks have to look at this situation and smell blood in the water, right? They have mm-hmm. to feel like as an, an organization, a head coach, and I know they always use the moniker of, you know, it's us versus everybody. But sometimes when you're in that building, like, we're not that good, right? But they're, they're, they have to look at it and be like, you know, we're in a, a, a really good spot to really try to put a stranglehold 
on the NFC South, right? Or really just make headway because at this point, the, the Saints, they have their own level of dysfunction. The Carolina Panthers are past dysfunctional, right? Then you just have to worry about what the, the Atlanta Falcons, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, that, and that's your other matchup that you have to worry about. So I think they come in this game, DP. I think they smell blood in the water and I think they take it to the Buffalo Bills. They're going to play a physical brand of football. And like, I, I'm, I agree with you when you talk about from the team perspective, right? It's like, okay, we're actually playing for something versus we're just trying to tank. We're just trying to get out of here, right? Baker Mayfield, he's actually playing for something. No, 100%. Like you said, I mean, if they want, if they had, if they didn't lose to the Falcons, they would be in first place in the NFC North, right? In the NFC South right now. So they're, they are still playing for something. I think Baker Mayfield, like I said, he's playing for something. And it's going to be just interesting how this game goes, right? Because can they bring that level of physicality that we've seen teams bring to the Buffalo Bills to neutralize everything that they, that they have? kind of made themselves to be so it's, it's going to be interesting to see can this offensive line who when i look at the numbers and stuff keith the buffalo bills offensive line have have allowed 70 pressures 57 hurries nine qb hits but because josh allen is who josh allen is he's only been sacked four times you know what i mean so to get pressured 70 times in what the first seven games that's all like an average of 10 a game almost right like that's about a about a 10 per game pressure rate and for him to only be sacked four times, it shows like what he's able to do in terms of extending and creating himself. But man, like it can can this this defense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You talking about Vita Veas, their top uh, sack artist right now? He's got four. He leads them with four. But you got Joe Tryon Shoinka, you know uh, Antoine Winfield. Like they they need Shaquille Barrett to show up, right? They got Yaya Diaby, uh, the the, mm-hmm. the uh, him and Kalaja Kanti. They gotta get. They have to get to 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 Josh Allen and get to him early, because if not, man, like it, you putting yourself at a position where, like I said, if Josh is comfortable in that pocket, Josh is going to dot every I and cross all those T's. He's gonna make all the throws that you, we know him to make. Right? You give him time, and then they start like the the second reaction stuff where oh, it's a post route, and then it looks like it turns into a post corner. Yeah, because. Yeah, Stephon Diggs just slipped out the back door on your corner, and then Josh Allen's rolling out and uncorks a 60-yard deep ball, and now it's a big play, right? So that's going to be the big thing. And, of course, will the Buffalo Bills run the football and run it consistently? Like, can they Can they do I know Vita Vey is in the middle of this defense and, and Kalaja can't. Can they run the football, right? Not only that, Keith, can they get – like, I, I, I want to see more of James Cook being used as a full-fledged weapon that he is. Texas routes, the angle routes flat routes get him motion him out coverage indicators okay is it is it man is it zone it, did did Devin White go out there who, who did uh did um David the, the the other linebacker did he go out there did who's who's covering them and if you see man to man okay find a mismatch and exploit it so we, we'll see how this thing goes but Keith if they this is a chance both teams have an opportunity to either improve their draft stock right go they're so close together as you just said 19 and 21 the Bills like, listen, man, we gotta get up. We gotta, we gotta push this thing back towards twenty five with a win. And then, you know, if they knock the buck, the Bucks go down probably a little bit closer to fifteen, right? You can get closer to a quarterback, but we'll see how it plans out, pans out. But Keith, in this game, who you picking? DP, I think it's gonna be a really close game, and I'm gonna be honest with you. The only reason that I am picking one team versus the other is the home field advantage. It's I believe it's at Buffalo. So I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. I think Bills Mafia shows up 
and they i think they are the difference and it's very rare that crowd noise you know that you say oh like the crowd makes a play but i think the crowd noise right i think them motivating the players i think they realize that this is a inflection point for the buffalo bills team right you so say you can't go to what four and four i believe or four four yeah, yeah they, if you lose this game you go to four and four on the season and who would have thunk you know eight games in that the buffalo bills would have been 500 having lost to the tampa bay bucks with baker mayfield right a mac jones patriots team uh, a team without aaron Rodgers, right like who would have thunk that situation so i think bills mafia shows up i think it's a close game like i said i, I give it a three-point game i could see this easily being a 22 to 19 25 to 22 type of football game yeah i'm, I'm right there with you i'm going with the bills uh by the skin of their teeth as well you know what i mean they they, they have to they, they got to pull their pants up and be 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 grown men and out here, man. Like, be physical. At some point, you got to lean into some level of physicality and set the tone. I'm tired of watching them and, and seeing other teams set the tone against them. They got to come out and set the tone and, and, and run the ball, get the play. Act. Like, I'm, I'm t- for a team that wants to throw the ball so much, Man, get the play action game going, baby. Let's get some mm-hmm. some 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 really good coverages, some some coverages that you want to see, right? Some that you can you can dictate where the safeties are, stuff like like. But you're not gonna do that if you're just throwing the ball forty five times a game. They're gonna drop back and 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 two two high shells every time. Like, well, you know, we know you're not gonna run it. You know what I mean? And if you're all gonna run, it's gonna be Josh Allen, and we're not as afraid of that. As you know, having the actual running back totaled for 18 for 120 and two touchdowns. So, man, I'm, I'm picking the Bills in the close game as well. Uh, I, but again, I'm gonna say this I would not be surprised if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wins this game, Keith, because I think that, that the Bills this is a confidence boosting game for them. Because if you go to four and four, we gotta have some real questions. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with DP answering real questions, right? That's what we do over here at Locked On NFL Draft, man. We answer all the real questions when it comes to college football, NFL football. Like we always say, man, it starts with the NFL Draft. So we answer all the questions because we are the Draft Podcast, who you should tap into every single day, 24 7, 365, man. Shout out to our everyday is for tapping in with us every single day, 24 7, 365, man. And like we say, we're promoting what we do our Saturday live show, Saturday mornings, man, 9 30 Central. 10 30 eastern time we all come talk with us man we cover the entire college football but we still have a friday show tomorrow i just wanted to plug the saturday show to make sure y'all come kick it with us on saturday man but we like to say man thank you you can find me on twitter at the talent code you can find dp damien parson at dp underscore nfl man y'all talk to us because we like to talk back Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Shout out to you for being our everydayers on tomorrow's show. We got make a statement. We have where you at, right? We got the rookie spotlight. Maybe a new rookie quarterback starting in week eight. And he might be on my spotlight for week eight. So we're going to talk about all that on tomorrow's show. Come and join the, the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.